This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. This is Engadget. Here's what's happening in the world of technology. Today is September 30th. Ahead of bringing its Arc desktop GPUs to everyone in a couple of weeks, Intel has revealed more details about what to expect from the graphics cards in terms of specs and performance. The A770, which starts at $329, will have 32 XE cores, 32 ray tracing units, and a 2100 MHz graphics clock. In terms of RAM, it comes in 8GB and 16GB configurations, with up to 512 gigabits per second and 560 gigabits per second of memory bandwidth, respectively. As for the A750, which Intel just announced will start at $289, that has 28 XE cores, 28 ray tracing units, a 2050 MHz graphics clock, 8 GB of memory, and up to 512 gigabits per second of memory bandwidth. All three cards, which will be available on October 12th, have 225 watts of total power. Intel claims that based on benchmarking tests, you'll get more bang for your buck with these cards than NVIDIA's mid-range GeForce RTX 3060. It says the A770 offers 42% greater performance per dollar versus the RTX 3060, while the A750 is seemingly 53% better on a per-dollar basis. It claims that in most of the games it tested, the A770's 16GB configuration delivered better ray tracing performance than the Similarly priced RTX 3060, which, in fairness, debuted back in early 2021. When it came to Fortnite, Intel says the A770 had 1.56 times the ray tracing performance of the RTX 3060. Of course, Intel is going to tout its GPUs as being better than the competition. We'll have to wait for the results of our own Intel Arc benchmarking tests to have a true sense of the performance. In any case, it's looking like NVIDIA is about to have more competition on the GPU front, only this time it's from an established brand that just so happens to be behind many of the processors powering the PCs that might very well have used NVIDIA cards otherwise. And... Videos on Twitter will now look a lot more like TikTok. The company announced that it's switching to a full-screen immersive video player for watching clips. It's also borrowing the now-familiar swipe-up gesture that will allow people to endlessly scroll through more videos on the platform. The update will make watching videos on Twitter feel a lot more like browsing TikTok or Instagram's Reels, at least in terms of the user interface. The changes are limited to Twitter's iOS app for now, but the company said a similar update for Android could arrive in the coming weeks. While Twitter has long promoted video, especially live video, in different parts of its app, the change is one of the company's most aggressive moves to push video on its users. It could also prove controversial, as some users could find the new full-screen videos disruptive. The company notes that users can navigate back to the original tweet using the back arrow in the top left corner of a clip. 
Separately, Twitter is also testing out a change to drive more people to video content across its platform. The company is experimenting with a new section for video recommendations in Twitter's Explore page. Those suggestions will be available to people in select countries using Twitter in English on iOS and Android. If you want to catch the latest tech news as it's happening, check out Engadget.com or tune in again every weekday. Spoken Layer. If you like this podcast, can we recommend another one? It's called Big Picture Science. You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts, and its name tells part of the story. The big picture questions and the most interesting research in science. Seth and I are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I am Molly, and I'm a science journalist. And we talk to people smarter than us, and we have fun along the way. The show is called Big Picture Science, and as Seth said, you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts.